Here you go, boys. Say, you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell. G'day, everybody, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the podcast where we catch up to crack some furfies. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar are my good mates, Ash, Dan, and Tom. Boys, how are we going today? I am as excellent as always. Drew, what about you? Yeah, no, pretty good, pretty good. Always enjoy catching up with you boys, uh, talking some shit and breaking down some news stories throughout the week. I feel like I've actually organised mine this week, so thank God for that. We've got, I don't know, we'll see if we can trick Tom a bit. He's been a bit cheeky. I don't know how <laughs> I feel about this. How, how are you feeling about your furfies this week, Tom? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I've gone back to the tried and tested uh, things. I've got a theme. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I'm probably going to get called out on it again because uh, Ash is on a hot streak and I reckon you guys are starting to cotton on to what I do. Mm, yo, we're trying, uh, you, yeah, we're getting a bit more wise to the idea. Getting hip to my game. Yeah. You say I'm on a hot streak, but when I wrote my stories, I was mid-eating a kebab and I'm just Ooh. saucy fingers all over my phone, on- <laughs> kebab onion exploding everywhere. It was, it was a bit of a disaster, but I got there. Do you have like a, just a crutch full of sauce at the moment? Because it, it always seems to drip everywhere and be a bloody mess when you have a yeah, kebab. Yeah, so what I had was I had kept the foil on the bottom. So luckily none of it dripped through that. Until I got to the bottom and I pulled the what was remaining of the kebab out so I could eat it, it just exploded out the back end. But no, I got, <laughs> I got ch- <laughs> chips as well. I've got a lot of chip salt on my lap. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, well, someone's got to come and lick that up for you, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dan, you've had a big weekend. You've been at a, yes. a, a hen's night, was it? Yes, a hens and roosters do. Oh, um, so feeling a bit bit dusty today. Ah, <laughs> Sydney Sydney roosters party, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to sleepwalking through another episode, episode today. <laughs> the entire entire day, basically recovering and napping in my. First hangover in quite some time in my old age now. Yeah, now that we've actually gotten you to like um, speak a bit now we've started the podcast, you sound very seedy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, your, your body is here, but your mind and soul are elsewhere. I have left this earthly plane. I, I feel like you sad. may have peaked pre, pre-podcast this time. <laughs> you, you were hitting your stride earlier on and now it's just fizzling down slowly. Just got to keep those energy levels going. By the end of the episode, you'll be dead, probably, if uh, (laughs) this is the trend you're on. (laughs) This is the farewell episode. (laughs) (laughs) Anything to bring to the viewers. We're going to to impress. What we're going to do to impress the rep this week is actually your eulogy. (laughs) (laughs) That'll get us, too. Sorry, sorry, boys. That's not going to get your sponsorship this week. I'm not... He's like, Dan was my favourite. I'm, I'm not even bothering coming back to this bar anymore. <laughs> <laughs> too many bad memories. Yeah. I saw on the Instagram stories too that uh, you went axe throwing. That looked pretty yes, cool. Yes, went Ooh. axe throwing, which is very fun, very cathartic. Yeah. <laughs> you have um, a lot of yeah. repressed rage, dude. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> just, it's a healthy way of expressing it. <laughs> um, hit a few bullseyes in a row, so very happy Ooh. with my performance. Um, yeah, nice. I would recommend. I'm not if they have, I'm not sure if they have it in Melbourne, but if you're ever in Adelaide, give give, give it a sus. I reckon they do. Um, they have got one in Melbourne. It's Maniacs, yeah. Maniacs, yeah. Yeah, I reckon they oh, had one in Melbourne. Brilliant name. I love the pun work. 
Yep. I'd... Their, their slogan <laughs> is bury the hatchet. Oh, that's cool. Um, I, I'll just imagine if I've never done it before. I, I just assume that I'm going to fuck it up and it's going to bounce back and just hit me. <laughs> See, that, that's what I thought it was going to be. They give you like a solid couple of meters of bark to stop it from bouncing too far. So it's pretty, it's pretty safe. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like as long as you're not like throwing it at people. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, well, that would make it dangerous. <laughs> well, someone yeah. just goes goes to get their axe from like the board or whatever, and yeah, just one in the back of the head. Just oh, sorry, Martin, oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> didn't see you there. That's what that's yeah. what you get for wearing camo to one of these things. <laughs> Every yeah, time so John it's... Cena walks up to get it. <laughs> yeah, so we went axe throwing. We went on a boat ride with some. Topless waiters and waitresses in West Lakes. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Were you one of them? <laughs> I, I was not, unfortunately. I, my my unfortunately. room was put to shame. Uh, um, Dusty Dan the Naked Man. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> How Dusty about this? Dan the Naked Man. Scoot um, Punk in my chat has just said that his mates actually run one called Axe Punks. Ooh. He says he wants Ooh. to suss it. It's an alcohol-free bar and they play punk tunes very loud. So I, I mean, can feel like that would add to the catharsism. Yeah, throwing yeah. the axe, just loud punk jams. Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and then when it when it got dinner, maid of honor didn't even make it to dinner before chucking and having to be put in a taxi. Oh, <laughs> and then found found our way to town where we could have some seated beverages and seated dances. Seated dances, not nice. seated dances. Seated dances can't dance in Adelaide. Apparently, it's footloose. It's Tony dances. <laughs> Yeah, so you're just in the chair, just like doing like the whole hand thing. Yeah, nice. Hang on, we're just glossing past Tom's Tony dances joke. (laughs) (laughs) You thought you'd gotten away with that one. Oh, no. I knew you guys appreciated it (laughs) quietly by yourselves without laughing. It was fine. Made it it sound for for a few Tonys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. God, I love you guys. <laughs> we love you too, Ash. <laughs> so you speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume Dan, there's no beers or anything for this podcast recording. You're just going on the water yeah, or a Coca Cola, just, just on the hydro homies train hide with a <laughs> hydro homies with a big, big old bottle of water. Jesus, that is P- a big bottle. Potential new podcast name, Tom Hydro Homies. <laughs> I mean, things about the ocean. <laughs> Always getting dehydrated, so you know you gotta you gotta perk it up somehow. This I'm not true. not too far behind Dan. I actually got quite drunk last night. I'm drinking soda water with lemon and lime juice in it. Oh, really? Soda water. So, mm. so what was your drinking situation, Ash? So, were you allowed I, out, or what was, no, what was the go of that? I drink a lot alone in my bedroom. <laughs> no, uh, I, that's not entirely untrue, but I'm like playing Discord, playing Discord, playing games with mates on Discord and stuff. I'm yeah. not do- actually just doing it alone. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm not that sad. Not yet. Physically alone, but not spiritually. <laughs> I was hanging out with Dan's mind and essence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm just on the furfies today. Um it's, I'm looking at like the use by date because like for me, if I buy like a six pack or like a case or something, I always have like a bit left over and it goes like 
in some cases, it's gone like two years out of date. So every time I look in the fridge, I just sort of assume it's out of date and I'm looking at it and like, you won't be able to see it on the camera. Uh, but yeah, it's like the use by date is like really rubbed out. But it says 21. So I'm like, well, that's a start. It's not a year or two out of date. But how many months? I'm pretty sure. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was at your house. Once I was at your house for been. something, it was probably a podcast, and I opened your fridge and you had a Carlton Dry in there that was the old type of Carlton Dry bottle that they don't make anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh quite a bit. That actually um, happened to a Bryce who actually just popped in the chat as well. He came yeah. over for a recording of the House of Mario. And I'm like, oh, yeah, here's a beer, mate. I'll be a good bloke. I'll, I'll pass you a beer. It's like, dude, this is the old pool tops. I'm like, holy shit, this is like two years old. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there we are. We're sipping on it. And I think it gave him a headache. Because <laughs> it, t- <laughs> it tasted good for like the, the neck. Then it just it just went to um went the shit. Went nice and foxy for you. Mm. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know how foxy this is going to be. Let's have a bit of a taste. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll drink it. I'll drink it. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> that, that's nothing to do with Furfy, though. Little Creatures does a fantastic drop here. Don't worry about that. That's my my doing. I didn't drink it quick enough. So just the good uh, thing about for the rep. it going bad is that the alcohol in it should kill any of the bacteria. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, I don't know. How possible that would be? <laughs> no, it probably needs a much higher alcohol content <laughs> for that to be the case. But, you know, we just live the lie. Why not? <laughs> mm. I'm down. Yeah. And Tom, what have you been up to this weekend? Um, This weekend, you know, not a great deal. Pretty much been max and relaxing. Um, I joined Ash on one of his um, gaming streams uh, a couple of nights ago. Got pretty late. Uh, Pretty much slept most of today. Um, just I'm just lazy, man. There's not much <laughs> going on here. But uh, I'm sampling a lovely um, vintage drop of lemon cordial. Oh, delicious. Oh, is that what you're on? I thought you said you were getting a rum before. Don't tempt me. <laughs> could could <laughs> add it to that lemon cordial. It might actually mix it right. I've done it before. It's surprisingly serviceable. If you got nothing else, the, leg, the legs we go that's to a, to get a sound drunk. review there. I, I don't Three know. Stars, surprisingly serviceable. Would <laughs> drink again? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever admitted this to anyone else, but when I was really poor and I'd I'd moved to Perth when I was um, an apprentice, mm. and um, one of the mornings I got up and I was like, I need to have breakfast before I go to work, and I had run out of milk. So I decided in my infinite wisdom to have my, I think it was like rice bubbles or cornflakes with water. Oh, no. no. (laughs) It was by far one of the worst things I have ever done in my whole life. Please tell me you didn't eat the whole thing. Oh, no. I got like two spoonfuls in it. I was like, this is too weird. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I was watching an American um, like try like Aussie foods and they were trying Milo and they mix it with water and they're like, oh, this was disgusting. I'm like, fuck, man, that's yeah, no wonder it's disgusting. It you put bloody a chocolate bloody mix with water. I don't know what you <laughs> you wanted from that. <laughs> I want chocolate flavored water. And yeah. I want Some it people now. do that when they have they like boil the kettle, put the Milo in, and do it like that. But yeah. it's not the same. It's not creamy yeah, enough. It has to be milk. A hot, also, my yeah. 
My chat is looking out for your health, Drew. He's saying maybe pour it into a glass. Old beer could aerate it and make it a bit better. Ooh. Oh, thank God. Look, there's some educational people in your chat. What's, one's, one's, a, one's got Bryce in it, you know? <laughs> that's, that's Bryce, Bryce, that's just Bryce, Bryce man, that is. <laughs> 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 no, he's very he educational as well. He absolutely is. <laughs> yeah. That's a foul disrespect to rice bubbles. That's what Bryce says. It, but he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> I think that's I about disrespect a, to your taste buds. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was about to say that, but dead on. You'd think, um, you know, some of the culinary studies that I underwent would have taught me that that was a bad idea, but I just didn't listen to any of the warning bells. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would rather just have it dry. Just have it with nothing than, than with water. I, You know, yeah. looking back, I probably would have... Um, enjoyed a handful of sand more than what I <laughs> tried to eat. Mm, delicious sand. Oh, mm. I could just so see you doing that as well. Just be like, Pocket well, sand. no, no, no milk. <laughs> What's the next most accessible liquid I have? <laughs> I'm happy you went with water. <laughs> yeah, well, it was water or urine and, you know, mine wasn't that sterile. <laughs> All right, let's move on before this gets too weird. Yeah, boys, let's try and <laughs> let's try and uh, crack some furfies here, boys. So, basically, for this part of the show, this is where we get three stories, but one being a furfie, which is made up by us, which we try to try kind of uh, trick the other into believing is real. So, who's feeling confident this week, guys? Who wants to go first? I don't know if I feel that confident. So. I'm- I'm gonna- pretty sure I went first last week, so I oh, won't go first. So you can, uh- I'm, I'm feeling very confident this week. Let's All go. Right. It's Tom. Let's, Let's go. go. Hang on, Bryce um, just made a good comment. He said, aren't we glad we aren't talking to Bear Grylls after the <laughs> drinking urine talk? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's, de- it's delicious. It's my favorite. I just piss all over my wheat bix every day. That's why I'm so strong. <laughs> The, the self-milking. <laughs> the self-milking. Oh, let's not go that far, Ash. You don't, you don't want that much protein in the morning on your, on your, on your cereal. All right, furfy time. All right, furfy time. Furfy time. So, first headline, a Japanese Olympian to receive new gold medal after Mare takes a bite. Uh, the second headline, dog bites girl. Man bites dog, <laughs> kills dog with infection. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Humans have dirty mouths, you know. They they do. Uh, Man wow. bites dog. <laughs> I can just imagine like the it, your reaction is just like the kick the dog, not like just like, fucking come here. Oh, you just like, bite it. <laughs> You're gonna get a taste of your own medicine, you little shit. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to read you what I read. But, all right, um, the the third headline is Bali tourist drought sees hungry monkeys raiding homes. Mm. Oh, these are all so probable. They mm. are. Um, I, do, I do know one of them is correct. I know also one you of them You know because true. you bit the dog, didn't you, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> you, got a, you got drunk last night and you bloody went biting dogs. I was hoping it wouldn't go viral that quickly. It was oh. a quick turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick turnaround. Yeah. Well, yeah, they are all kind of probable. 
You'd think mm. you you'd think the dog one wouldn't be probable, but no, it would be. It will what, be. The world we live in these it days. It reminds me of that a current affair man, bark, the barking. Ah, uh, the dog guy. <laughs> 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 I just love when he, when he does it as well. His wife's just like so, like doesn't care. It must be something that he does often enough that she's just like, oh, okay. Oh, that's just Barry. Barry the dog man. Doesn't everyone's ha- husband just bark all the time? Like, is that, is that a thing people usually do? Mine. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> uh do you want to know anything more about any of them before we proceed yeah let, us, so let us know about the about first one a bit i reckon okay so um a member of japan's gold winning softball team will have a medal replaced with a fresh one due to the mayor of her hometown chomping down on the original um they had held an event in her honor after her and the rest of the um the team had won gold to which the uh mayor Takashi Kawamura, the mayor of central Japan, city of Nagoya, pulled down his mask and chomped down on the gold medal. That, that's what I've got written down here for that one. Uh, just like... Chomped down. Why would you do that? I mean, it's that's even, a, it's like, a famous thing that they used yeah, to, to like do to test... Yeah, it's like it, but it's like... But especially in a pandemic world... I know, yeah. It's such just, just why would you yeah. do that moment? But that's the thing, like, I've been to Japan a couple of times and they're just so gentle and so caring that they don't feel like they're not trying to do anything wrong. It's just their nature to be kind of quirky and funny and I don't think he would have even really been thinking about it. He's just like, this is what people do and this is funny. Like, that's my take on it anyway. I want to hear about... Uh, dog bites woman, man bites dog, please. <laughs> yeah, so would I. Okay, okay. Um, the owner of a golden retriever has sued close family friend after a strange occurrence. Poppy, the two-year-old golden retriever, was playing in the backyard with a family friend and his young daughter um, when the golden retriever nipped the daughter. Uh, the, the father of the girl, whose name is Alia, Jonathan, said that he panicked in quotation marks and bit the dog back before <laughs> grabbing his daughter, arguing and leaving. Um, and then it says after a week's worth of treatment, the, uh, the dog succumbed to the infection left by the bite and passed away. I just would love to know the inner workings of somebody's mind whose first panic option is to bite an animal <laughs> i mean it's that guy and ants at this stage <laughs> um i would like to hear about the monkey raiding going on in bali okay so down here what have we got um says that deprived of their main major food source which is handouts from tourists um these macaques have been running into many different houses in the uh, resort island of Bali to raid villagers' homes. There's about 600 macaques live in Bali's Sangha monkey forest. Um, in normal normal times, it's a popular um, destination for travellers. And sorry, I haven't read this one very well. <laughs> Uh, obviously, because of the lack of travel. Struggling to read your own there. handwriting there, Tom. <laughs> no, no, I've got it on notes. Oh. Uh, yeah, it just says that, you know, they're, they're struggling a lot 
because it just says, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's what it says, you know, yeah. you know, they're just <laughs> fucking hungry, man. <laughs> monkey's got to eat. Mon- monkey's got to eat. <laughs> exactly. Mon- mon- monkey's got to eat. Man's got to walk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> All right. Well. I'm hmm. just going to have a stab or a bite here. I think it's story number two. As much as I laughed a lot at it, the story's actually pretty tragic and I really hope it's not true. Yeah, I, I can believe any of them, but I'm going to go... I'm going to go number one uh, just because it's the one... I don't know. It's the, it's the one I uh, d- like. don't... Th- it's my least favourite one, I think. That's why I'm going to choose it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the monkeys. Ooh. 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 We've got Somebody has to be right. I feel, I feel like number two is uh, very too, too bizarre to be made up almost. Fair enough. Well, I can tell you that the furfy this week is, in fact, story number two. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Bell for the bluff. Did. Yum. Well done, Ash. See... Asher, he knows Tom too well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he knows when the I was... strange inner workings of my mind. <laughs> so yes, Tom's the one the that's stories. panic panic option is to buy it. <laughs> Clearly, when if I was, I was the one that made stories, it up. I actually stumbled across the Olympic gold one as well. So yeah, yeah I, I thought it would be a pretty popular one. I had heard the Olympic gold one as well on a different podcast. Actually, funnily enough. Ah, yeah, apparently those those um those they've had a lot of issues with the medals from the Olympics because it was the first time they've all been like recycled metal. Oh yeah, and they've people have had like their medals have just been like falling apart and stuff. So there's Ooh. been a lot of reissues of medals. I think. Hmm. There you go. Ooh, I did not right. hear that. Obviously. Story <laughs> from my bookmarks then. Um. All right, Dan. I think. I'll go first since I'm talking right now anyway. Go, go for it, Dan. Second. <laughs> <laughs> Story number one. French school asks parents to stop throwing children over the fence when they're late to class. <laughs> okay. Story number two. Danish authorities mistakenly closed down a pub for selling beer. Yeah. Well. And story number three. Mountain Dew launches new flame and hot Cheetos <laughs> beverage and a fashion capsule collection. <laughs> I so want it. I, I do not want it to be number one because I want that to be a real story. I want it to be like, oh, baguette, get to class. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, the, is the child's name baguette or are they just throwing bread over the. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's the child. It's the baguette, you named you after the favorite things. Baguette, you spent too long eating your baguette. <laughs> <laughs> He's just tied to a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I know, again, just in my circles, that one of those is true. So I'm not going to share with the rest of you which one it is, but that's fair. Can Drew, you... You're looking very pensive there. I'm, Lost in thought. I'm so pensive right now. That's <laughs> the thing. Like you guys, you always seem to run into the stories. I don't. I must be on some uh, dodgy bloody news news sites, buddy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sink into my chair and really think about this one, guys. Ooh, it's a very pensive sinking going on. Yeah, lots of pensive stuff going on here. Um, 
I really, I really hope that the Furphy is the first one because I like the idea of Dan just coming up with the idea. Oh, look, um, this school's really sick of these kids being come to school late. So <laughs> what the fuck? What? How'd you come up with that? The uh, parents just keep yeeting the children over the fence. It's just not on. They yeah. shake them. They go, "This one's empty," and throw it over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with number two. I'm going to have a stab. I reckon we've got two twos in a row. I'll, I'll have a stab too. I'll go number one again. Tom? Tom? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> I've had a lot of time to think, but the brain's not firing. Um, I'm going to go with Drew on this one. Ooh, I wanted it to be ooh, real, don't do but... <laughs> don't follow I, can, I can confirm that this week's Furphy is the Danish pub. Oh. So in, in France... Parents were throwing their kids over the fence. Yes. Yep, that was the one that I knew was true, funnily enough. I think we may have a similar <clears throat> similar strategy in finding these stories. <laughs> similar, pi- similar pigeons. Was the da- was that no- was that story number two, the Danish one? The Danish probably is the Furphy. There is that was n- that number two? I can't remember the order of what you read yeah, them out. Yes. yes. Two from two. Jesus. Um, so would you like to hear about the baguettes being thrown? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would love to hear about those. <laughs> Cute little I baguettes. didn't read anything about it, but I did see it somewhere through the week. Oh, Koblov, you let too. Oh. <laughs> Today in news, we didn't expect to write. A French school has asked parents to stop throwing their children over the fence when they're running late for school. Trelade Primary School in Avignon has asked parents to stop throwing their kids over the 1.8 metre high fence to get them to school. <laughs> oh, That's fuck. What a high fence. <laughs> The school has put up signs to stop parents from tossing the children over the fence and gate. Um, so do you guys remember like those little stick figures you'd, like, you'd get in Microsoft Office clip art? Mm-hmm. Uh, the sign basically looks like a, like those. <laughs> I've got like, I just in my mind, I'm imagining they've like set up like a little makeshift trebuchet that like fucking <laughs> does the full fling. <laughs> Mm. I was I was gonna say like either these children are really like aerodynamic or these parents are really buff. <laughs> like, that's a decent sized fence that I'm just lobbing kids over. Bit of both. I mean, one and point, I want I'm, to be. Like I'm one point eight meters high, so I want there to be a <laughs> baseball mitt on the other side. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it reminds me of my old primary school because I remember like the fences used to be up to like our waist, and like it was they were so low. And, uh, you know, I still live in the same town. So I drove past the other day and the fences, they're like, they're like way over my head now. It's like a prison in there where it's like, you've got to, you won't be able to escape, you know, you can't run off and get Red Rooster at lunchtime. I used to hate it when my school was patrolled with armed guards, like a prison. (laughs) Oh, it sucked, didn't it? I used to hate it when there was a huge tower in the middle where they could just watch all the students. And you they sh- spot you. I didn't, the I didn't hate yeah. anything about my school because if I did, I would have gone missing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been silenced. Uh, All right. Do you want to go? Would you like ne- to hear about the Mountain Dew disgusting beverage? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That sounds like a typical um, Mountain Flamin Dew flavor, though. Flaming Hot Cheeto. It's spicy meat sweet. That sounds oh, yes. <laughs> spicy meat yep. sweet. The 81-year-old beverage brand is no stranger to pushing flavour boundaries. And flavour laughing at what Bryce has put no in the chat. Ch- 
<laughs> oh, man. Oh, child, eh? oh, that French Apple marketing team. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> sorry, Dan. I totally derailed that with my life. <laughs> no, no, I, I was only a second behind you, Tom. <laughs> um, we needed to hear that. So <laughs> that, was, that was brilliant. Um, Mountain Dew has tapped fellow PepsiCo brand Cheetos to unlock the cult favorite taste of flaming hot to create the first ever beverage combining sweet citrus Mountain Dew with spicy edge. It will be available exclusively on the Mountain Dew website and fans can stay updated by a release on Instagram. And it sounds like one of the most disgusting things I could imagine. Is Mountain Dew actually supposed to be citrus flavored? I didn't even know that. It just tastes like battery acid. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly looks like it. (laughs) I'm just so mad that this is a real thing. Like, people spent time, money, and energy on making this. Yep. It sounds and like the, the worst thing since Firebook, well. uh, Fireball. Hey, you shut your mouth. Don't give them ideas. Fireball, Fireball flavored Mountain Dew could be coming next. Oh, I'd be all over that. I, I'm a, such a fan of Fireball. It's, oh man, bad memories. Are you talking about the fireball like the whiskey shot? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that warms fireball. you up real, really well. <laughs> bad memories or lack thereof. No, <laughs> I remember every spicy moment of it. <laughs> All right, Drew, do you want to go next or do you want me to take hey, the reins? I'll go, I'll go next. We'll go in, a, I guess, the clockwise rotation here on our video call. So, uh, story number one, Australian High Court finds media outlets are responsible for Facebook comments in Dylan Voller defamation case. Story number two, Facebook or Twitter posts can now be quietly modified by the Australian government under new surveillance. And story number three, indie game darling Downtown Blitz refused classification from Australian Classification Board. All right, so I think I just need to stop reading the news because I know the answer this time, so I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> God damn it, Ash. How dare you be so informed? Yeah, I know. I mean, I what feel a- like Australia blocks classifications for 90% of things it doesn't understand, so number three, probably true. And because we're Australians, we don't understand anything. No. Exactly. We don't. I don't even know how to spell useless. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> editing editing comments. Hmm. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. That sounds also disgusting. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. It's, oh. a, it, it's what we them. in the we in horrendous. the gaming world call a pro gamer move. <laughs> <laughs> they were garbage. I I'm just gonna say. I so do we want any more information on any of them or what's, yes. your, what's your take here? I'm going to lock in number two, but I still want to hear more about them before I know that I've made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let me find the stories. So number one, basically uh, this guy, Dylan Voller, um, a, a Facebook page posted about him. Um, and people were commenting pretty, you know, mean things about him. So they're basically suing the owner of the Facebook page for defamation because, and there's a, 
I'm just remembering this off the top of my head, so it's a bit uh, scatterbrained. But basically, they're trying to figure out whether a Facebook page is the publisher of comments under their content. So they've got to like uh, make, yep. make sure all the comments and stuff are you know in in line and not mean and stuff. And uh, story, I've got it out of order here actually. Um, and the one about uh, Facebook and Twitter posts being modified by the Australian government. Basically, there's a brand new law where um, if the government thinks you're up to no good, they can come in and get into your social media and post and kind of poses the the profile, which is oh, I see, which is interesting. I mean, I'm always up to no good, so that wouldn't that would scare me. Um, very, that they were very, posting on my own behalf. Getting very big brother in here. Mm. It is. And story number three with the uh, classification board, uh, a game called Downtown Blitz got refused uh, classification because it's a top-down uh, GTA-like game and it just features drugs, violence. There's a sexual assault scene. Um, it was released in 2018 in the US and Steam, but it's been refused multiple times coming here to Australia. And, you know, it's just it's one of those things that really just annoys me because I'm just kind of sick of... Um, I guess a group of people telling us what games and what media we can consume. We're adults. We yeah. can. I think it's also play what we ridic- want. Ridiculous when they do this stuff because, like, half the stuff they do it for is just like it's not like there's it does definitely not need to be banned. And like they don't do it to movies. All of the movies are so much worse that we watch, and none of them get refused classification. Australia, we can watch them. They're like, have you seen some of the movies that are getting around? Yeah. They're so much worse. Like most movies these days have references to drugs in them. They're all. Have you, have you seen the news? There's people with <laughs> nose beers and it's fine. Nadia Bartel coming at you. <laughs> but in her defense, she did boost sales of that Kmart plate. <laughs> She's an ambassador now. Kmart plate ambassador, Nadia Bartel. <laughs> all right, guys. So. What are we going to lock in here? Hmm. I'm going to say number two is the Furphy only because I believe, like, I believe Australia probably the government would pass something like that. But I haven't heard any of my conspiracy theorist friends blowing up Facebook about it. Like, you know, COVID tracking you with the, the jab. The 5G thing, no, that that hasn't exploded as much for me. So I'm going to say that's the Furphy. All right, number yeah, two. I'm, I think I vaguely <clears throat> remember hearing something along those lines, but I'm also going to lock it in. I'm also going to go with number two. Number two, all right. And Ash? Two votes for two. Yes. <laughs> oh, nothing, nothing, man. Just... Uh... <laughs> just like saying your name yeah, fair enough <laughs> what would you like to vote for um, I'm pretty sure I know the answer mm-hmm. but now that you've explained them further I'm not so sure anymore Ooh. I thought dun, I knew dun, it dun. <laughs> you've taken a leaf out of Tom's, Tom's book group. yeah so I initially Ooh. thought the answer was number three was the furphy but then when you explain the law, I did hear about a law about that in the last week, but it wasn't that. It was different to that. It was very mm. similar, but it was different. So now I'm not so sure. Maybe you're double bluffing me. 
It was the, it was the personal feelings, and he got annoyed talking about it that sold it for me. That's a good furphy. I'm still going to go with number three because I also remember hearing about a game being refused classification, but it was a different game, and it was for drugs. Mm. Elysium. Uh, Disco Elysium. I've got that, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... Um, so yeah, I'm going to go, go with Disco number Elysium. three. Number I'm going to go with number three. All right. Well, uh, what does the barkeep think about that one? Ah, uh, you see? Now that's a frothy fur. Oh, that's a frothy fur for Ash. Well done, yes. you bastard. Three for three. I thought I could have. When, when you like, when you said, oh, I'm kind of landing there. Oh, fuck, I got him. But no, I didn't. Buddy. Buddy Ash. Always trust your gut. Go with your first instinct. You can read Tom's mind and then he knows the, he knows the news for the rest of us. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a clairvoyant boy. So <laughs> oh well. All right. Without further ado, I will get into my stories now. If you want me to read up more on them, the one that is the furphy. If I have to read up more on it, I'm just going to have to make up on the fly because I haven't done as much prep as you guys have. <laughs> um, so it could go very, very poorly and be very obvious. Which all right? I'm so I'd is, like but... to hear more about all three stories. <laughs> yeah, I will too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, (laughs) story number one. Sound of music. Swiss cows airlifted off mountain pastures ahead of annual parade. Story number two. London YouTuber claims to have been abducted by aliens and fallen in love with one of them. (laughs) And my phone has just turned itself, it's turned the screen off. Story number three. Buddhist monk temple claims its highest ranking monk knows the secret of life, but can't communicate it as he has taken to a vow of silence. Fuck, that's unfortunate. Come on, just <laughs> tell us, please. <laughs> Come on, you dickhead, just open your mouth. Bro, just write it down. <laughs> <laughs> just write it. You don't have to say anything. Write a memoir, I don't know. Facebook <laughs> Facebook chat, you just type it out, I don't know. Jesus. There's other ways. Somehow I'm not sure that they have computers. <laughs> give him a computer. Christ. <laughs> give him, a, give him what, what was it, the child air edition? <laughs> the high child air. Yeah, just get uh, Bill Gates. Or, um, obviously, Bill Gates isn't the uh, CEO of Microsoft anymore, but just, just for uh, old time's sake, get Bill Gates in there. Just yeah, give him a nice, uh, nice. Uh, I can't remember the then laptops. Uh, just a Microsoft laptop, you know, just a Microsoft Edge. No, that's yeah, the, yep, yeah. Something like it. Yeah, browser, give, give him a nice, uh, give a nice sleek uh, notebook like that. Just, re- I really want to know the meaning of life because I think about it every day. What is the meaning of life? And I still can't figure it out. No idea what it is. <laughs> well, Dan's on the ethereal plane at the moment. He might actually know. <laughs> Over to the ethereal plane, uh, Dan. What is the meaning of life? <laughs> Um, I can confirm that the meaning of life is to. I can't say it. I've been oh, he's disconnected. Oh, fuck sakes. <laughs> Dan is the monk confirmed. All right, so more right. information on that one, Ash. Story number three while we're talking about Story it. Story number three. Okay, so give me a second. And oh, let me. No, I've got tabs open. All right, I just have to bring up the right one. So, a mm. Nepalese Buddhist monk temple in the high. Nepal mountain ranges claims that their highest ranking monk has has worked out the meaning of life. He, so the reason that he can't communicate it 
and he couldn't before is because he worked out the meaning of life by taking the vow of silence. And it does detail that he's not allowed to communicate in any way. He can't Mm. just not talk. Gotcha, gotcha. It's in the contract. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as he signed that contract, he could never hold a pen again. That's sad. Spicy. I'm not going to give you much on each of these stories because I have to keep it brief for my own sake. (laughs) Otherwise, Mm. it's going to be too obvious. Did you want to hear about the airlifted cows or the woman abducted by aliens? Airlifted cows, please. Okay. Cows in Switzerland have been airlifted to the bottom of their alpine meadows in a bizarre spectacle. Around 10 of the animals were taken by helicopters off ridges in the Klausen Pass region in the center of the country. It was for a parade. They were doing it to get them out of the way. Um, Yeah, it just goes on to talk about them being lifted and to show pictures of them being lifted. That's Mm. not really anything else to the story. Would you like to hear about the London YouTuber being abducted by aliens? Absolutely. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> LGMs. Sick of men on Earth, London actress Abby Biller says she hopes to normalise interspecies dating. No, absolutely not. <laughs> this is monster prom all over again. <laughs> to find her soulmate, London actress Abby Beeler looked to the skies. She claims that she fell in love with an alien after it swept her into its ufo and right off her feet look i get that um being a youtuber you know you can you know being like your own boss and having like social pressures and that like it can lead to like you know a bit of mental health issues but fucking hell what's she done to herself <laughs> holy crap she was um she's a bit of a plate enthusiast with nadia i reckon <laughs> <laughs> i just hope there were vlogs of when she was abducted yeah that'd be great that'd be a wicked vlog like, oh, yeah, no, I'm just, like, tied down. Like, oh, look, they're, they're um, cutting off my toes for DNA tests. Ah, oh, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's up, YouTube? It's your girl, and I'm here with my alien husband, um, Mabonga Bong. Oh. <laughs> Mabonga Bong, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> they actually crushed her up and snorted her as lines. Oh, <laughs> Wow. It's all part of the indoctrination process. <laughs> um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go with Shang-Chi and the 10 Years of Silence. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm also going to go with Doctor Strange and the Secret of Life. <laughs> I'm going to go with the the amazing Spider-Man and his new girlfriend. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go with that one. I just wanted to say that. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go number three as well because because why not? Well, we t- I can confirm that it was indeed number three. Oh, we got him, boys. Got we fucking got him, boys. Take that ass, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe making my stories up on the fly isn't the best way to do it. <laughs> it's hard slog. We've all been there, Ash. Don't you worry about that. Yep. But no, yeah, that, that, that my favourite personal story is the London YouTuber. It says that she was having dreams of white light. Oh, she was joking about wanting to be abducted by an alien and then after she started making the jokes, was having dreams of white light and eventually she heard a voice saying, wait at the usual spot. And then she went there and was abducted and fell in love. Just mm. like, is she stupid or <laughs> does she think we are? Column A, column B. 
Yeah, so I've only got like Why a little bit both? of context here, but just uh, it's not looking good for not looking good for her. You know, just <laughs> that's a bit much. I don't. I don't. You shouldn't. Ne- don't normalize uh, being in a relationship with a different species of um, animal. Just yeah, don't know. But do is she talking about like she wants to be in a relationship with an alien though? Like you know, we're all we're all like big fans of, like Mass Effect and Star Wars and stuff like that, and in those universes we really don't think much about you know being like an an interspecies relationship it doesn't matter so much as long as they look a bit humanoid like if there's an alien which is like a big ball of fluff with one eye it'd be a bit weird being in a relationship with that but if it's a different species maybe has three eyes but it's like it's got you know four limbs and two whatever you know it's a bit more normal i guess so it depends on what alien she wants to be in a relationship with i think and um, whether its genitals sort of resemble human genitals, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it just has another mouth down there. Oh, um, <laughs> what that mouth do? <laughs> right, Tom's making a lot of references to our playthrough of Monster Prom the other night that we streamed. If you guys have never heard of a play at that game, it's a wild ride. It sure is. It's really funny though. <clears throat> Yeah, I quite enjoy those games. I played through um, Boyfriend Dungeon um, the oh, other week yeah. when, I, when I was on holiday, and I had a lot of fun with that one as well. Um, I guess uh, there's no monsters in that. They're just sexy men, and there's one woman and a cat. There's, there is a cat in there, but you don't really date the cat. You just sort of like become friends with it. Yeah, I was <laughs> listening to House of Mario when you were explaining it, how you said because you, you text all of the people, mm. but with the cat, you're just texting the cat's owner. Yeah, the cat's owner. So he's like, yeah, man, yeah, you can, you can meet up with the cat. I'll, just, I'll let it out and you can go meet it in the park. <laughs> it's, <just> like, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I had, I've just recently started playing that um, mm. and I've been streaming it with like a personal Discord group with oh, some nice. friends. Yeah. For reasons. Ooh. For reasons. You're in the nude um, while you're streaming it, aren't you? Yeah. Of course. It's the only way to do it. Really sets the tone. But um, I I found it really funny, like the 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 idea of going into a dungeon to kind of defeat your own inner demons and things. Pretty interesting. Mm. Confront your was it? Um, like your fears. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Yeah, that's quite cool. Oh, oh Jesus, Dan! <laughs> <laughs> he just let a demon out. <laughs> Put his hydro up homies back at it again. <laughs> hydro homie with his fucking massive bottle, and it's just that that squeaky lid as well. Just, I thought he's starting up a power drill. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's actually a it's demon just ripping the pull cord there. on a lawnmower. Comically <laughs> <laughs> <Probably> large. <laughs> uh, all right, so. This is this might be the third week in a row. We're not going to talk to the rep. Do we want to talk to the rep or not this week, nah, guys? I don't have anything to tell him this week. Nah. I'm stuck in lockdown. It's hard to come up with a pitch when I can't be. I don't have my creative influences at the ready. Yeah, nah, fair enough. Fuck the rep. We don't want a sponsorship anyway, <laughs> Furphy. All right, we don't want it. We just uh, we'll just drink your nice lager, your pale ale, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and uh, we'll we'll wait for another week for our sponsorship opportunity. All right. Well, boys, I think that brings us to the end. Anything else you'd like to say before we head off on our merry way? Thanks. Thanks for putting up with me. That's all right. Ash is oh, on the phone. <laughs> Ash is... Hello, welcome I, in IT I'd tech li- I'd like to hear... I'd like to jump into Ash's phone call. <clears throat> oh. And he's gone. Yeah, it's an important one. He must... Uh, he might get an opportunity to get out the state. What do you reckon he's talking about, guys? Oh, look, he's... 
He's going he getting is... something out of the drawers. Mm. That's that's top draw material. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, flashing some cash, cash money. Oh, is it, they this, don't call uh... them cash money wallets for nothing. <laughs> He's coming back. Well, welcome back, cash money wallets. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so what's happening there is my mum's car is actually being dropped off to me, so I have a mode of transport to get back to South Australia once I'm allowed to. And the guy's here. He wasn't meant to be here until seven, but he's here now. Oh, because so- my work van will obviously be going back to work when I finish up and I don't have a car apart from the work van. So I needed a vehicle and this was the easiest way to do it. Mm. What What is Thanks the status now. of that? Um, you going to be able to get back uh, yeah, soon? Yeah, I was meant to be back now. I was meant to go back yesterday and I haven't heard anything. So I have no idea. Ooh. Yeah, that's my life at the moment. Also, just quickly... Before we finish up, I'll show you my uh, living status. Yeah, that's my bed on the floor. Oh, yep. All my stuff packed up in boxes and my TV Should've also got on low. the floor. My PC, desk, and PC is the only thing that's still set up. You ready? So that's to... how I'm living at the moment. Yeah, you ready just to get out the city? Go Very home. minimalist. Oh, I'm yeah. so ready to get out of here. But <laughs> as I said, yeah, no idea when that's going to happen. Hopefully... It's I hear back this week and can come back next weekend. But to, to quote a good friend of ours, quoting a good friend that may have also been quoting something else. Please don't tell anyone how I live. <laughs> <laughs> Just me sitting on the bed eating a can of beans. <laughs> well, I hope yeah. you uh, get back soon, Ash. It'd be good to uh, see you in the flesh. We might be able to record a podcast if Dan decides to come down from the big smoke in Adelaide as well. Yes, that would have be all, lovely to do it in person. Squad. Yeah, Have the pod squad all in one place for once. The pod, the squad. pod squad and the pod father himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. The pod the pod father and the king of dust. <laughs> Hopefully you're over the fucking dust stage by then. But you, know, you, you might... would hope so. <laughs> we'll get you back from the ethereal plane for this for our next recording. He's just going to fashion a throne while he's there just in case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. And if you'd like to check out the show, be sure to check it out on YouTube and podcast services. There'll be links in the show notes. And until next week, we'll catch you later. See you later. (laughs) It is impossible to not dance to this music, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dance with those boots, boys. Woo-hoo. Don't worry, Brandon, they're my parents too. Crack and Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Treadray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.